Hey guys, welcome back. We took a little couple week hiatus because COVID and then work things and just life chaos, but we're back for another episode. So this week we are talking about pride, which I'm very excited for. Also, Stephanie is here as well. Hey. Oh, there we go. She's very excited to be here. Um, even though it sounds like she's not, I promise you, she's incredibly excited to talk about all of this. Look, things. if they're this far in, they know that I'm very much chill until you get me passionate about something. That's true. That is very true. So let's see if you get very passionate about the topic of pride. I survived COVID 2.0. You did. There's my excitement. I also would just like the peoples to know that you've had COVID twice in under a year. So you you are a trooper, a hall of famer. That's all I got. I was trying to think of a third word because I like threes, but I couldn't Thank think of a you. third word. So Thank you. I mean, Appreciate you. you've had it twice in a year. I have not had it at all. So shut up. In my mind. No, no, no. I say, I say that in my mind. Because like that, like that's a hard thing. Like you've had it, you've dealt with it twice. Twice, I can only imagine what that looks like. Yeah, and I would rather deal with COVID twice in a year than have a liver transplant. So listen, I think it's fine. It's different types of hard. I think everybody would. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody would, but I don't know. So all right, so we're talking about pride. We just hit record because, of course, like always, we were doing slight prep for this episode. That started out as just regular conversation because, fun fact, we haven't really talked to each other in about a month. Um, nope. Not because we are fighting. Um, Nobody is bullying anybody. I, my work schedule. <laughs> if you all could see her right now pretending to punch, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, but my work schedule had me working 20 days straight because um, the kiddos came back to school and it was just nonstop chaos. And then I was off for a little bit of a long weekend but spent most of that time sleeping and not speaking because I was exhausted and then did a regular work week and then still was exhausted. So we've just kept missing each other in conversation and communication. We have sent various Marco Polos back and forth, but haven't had legitimate phone time, FaceTime communication time. So we started our conversation today, just like catching up on all the things. And then we started talking about, like, Oh, what are we talking about today? So that's where we are. So then we just perhaps record because we were starting to get into the topic at hand, which is talking about pride. Steph, do you want to take it over or no? I, I think we start off where you started about talking about pride when I said, wait a second, let's pause this conversation okay. and hit record. Because I feel like you were about to go on like a five-minute thing <laughs> about pride being like every person's battle or something like that or hitting everybody. And I just, I knew it was going to be a never-ending conversation. No, that's true. Once Once it got started. started. That's valid. Yeah. That's valid. I love talking about pride. And I think I said that in our last episode, because I don't think that people oftentimes stop to acknowledge and realize that pride is one of those sins that impacts everybody. The Bible says like pride goes before the fall. The fall is not just the person who is prideful or who is walking through whatever it is that they're walking through and they have just this arrogance of being untouchable, of not being able to, like they're above reproach in a lot of different ways. It it impacts all of the people. So it's not just that one person that falls. They take down everybody with them because people are so interconnected to whatever the situation may be. So even if it's just someone saying like, I'm just a very prideful person and just how I carry myself. Well, when you hit that point where 
you realize that no, boo boo, that's not you. Like, I don't know who you think you are, but that's not how this works. Then everybody else in your life suffers the ramifications of what you have portrayed to be, whether it be them having to deal with the frustration of you communicating about it, talking about it, processing through it, walking through that, or actual literal consequences based off of someone believing something that you have said or something that you have told them and them blindly choosing to follow based off of their their relationship with you, their love for you, their respect for you, whatever it may be. Like there's a lot. It's never just a a one person thing. It takes out everybody and all the peoples. See, in my thought process is like pride hits everybody. Not in the same way that you say it, but in like every single person deals with pride at some point. Agreed. Like, and I think it takes a very strong person. It's one of those sins that like, we don't, you don't necessarily know it until you're deep in it and someone calls you out on it. Oh, that's like, true. And I think it takes like, and I think that's part of the issue is there's so many People see a sin, you know, they see all these pastors that are falling in, you know. I think the current one is, uh, what's his, some pastor who is taking a leave of absence because of inappropriately messaging a female congregant that wasn't his wife. Hmm. I wonder what that really means. Like, can we just... It's been in the news a few days, um, but... Is that what you sent me yesterday? I think so, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I sent you a lot of things yesterday. I just sent you a lot of TikToks. <laughs> um, but, like, I think that in that moment, like, you have the choice of being like, oh, crap, I screwed up. Or you say, like, nah, I'm above that. And you're prideful about it. And you're like, no, this isn't an issue. Or you're like, this is none of your business. I think, like, pride is one of those, like... Not that there's primary and secondary sins, but, like, there's the heart of the issue and then there's the action. Mm. And I think pride is the heart of the issue type of sin, whereas sometimes we focus mainly on the action that's the sin and not the actual heart behind it. I agree. I agree. I think that's – it is – speaking of pastors, yes, it is so true that their pridefulness – impacts their whole congregation and it impacts people who aren't even connected to their church in any way, shape or form, but they're watching and they're listening to podcasts or they're hearing glimpses of this. And then when that hits, whatever that sin is, whatever that thing that becomes exposed, it it doesn't just change his life or her life. Um, it changes everybody in some capacity and you have to figure out where to stand on it and how they, how they, how their faith wraps around it, how it doesn't wrap around it, how they reconcile and work through that. Um, it does really do, it really does hit people. I don't think that I ever grappled with the thought or the idea of pride until summer 2020. I think it, I think it was that summer of just walking through a divorce, walking through the public component that existed with that, even though it wasn't like a huge public thing, but public enough, like in my little world, people outside of the people that I really just needed to talk to or work through it with knew about it. And realizing that here's this person who made a decision, a series of decisions that impacted my life 
yet never apologized for it because they weren't wrong. And they had never done anything wrong. It wasn't them. They didn't do it. It wasn't, I was manipulating or misunderstanding or mis- misrepresenting the information that I was seeing and hearing. And that had been confirmed. And so it wasn't until then that I realized like, wow, like this is what, this is a portion of what pride looks like playing out in front of me. And it was through that that I started to like process through like, okay, like pride is an actual thing. I don't think, and that's probably very prideful of me too, to say that like, I never really thought about pride because I was just like, I don't, I'm not prideful. So I don't know what that is. But realizing that, and ever since then, I've just been really fascinated by people who just can't just apologize. I think that's also another component to it. Like, apologize. I apologize all of the time, every day, multiple times a day. In fact, people at work, I was going to say, people say that like it drives them insane. I apologize in part for a variety of different reasons. But one of the reasons I apologize the most is because like, I don't ever want somebody to think that I think that I know it all because I don't. It just has gotten to an unhealthy place where I just apologize for no reason. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't answer the phone when you called me. It's fine. I called All you right back. It's not the end of the world. Like it's, it is weird. So like trying to have, like find that balance in between that I think is important, but having experienced the damage of pride that closely and in that magnitude, my personal commitment to myself was I will never not acknowledge when I'm wrong or acknowledge that if somebody is offended by something I've done, at least acknowledging that I'm sorry that I did that, that offended you. And not apologizing in a gaslighting way of just like, oh, like, you know, if you feel that that was too intense or that was rude, then I'm sorry for that. But like actually taking ownership for the fact that I said something or did something that offended somebody. But it's, it's just interesting. Like pride is just it's it can show up in so many weird and unique places that it just I don't know. It's insane to me. Well, and I think like the the idea of pride, like. I think it's hard for us to think about because, I don't know, I mean, for me at least, I feel like the way that I've always thought about pride is, like, that extremely arrogant person. Mm, yeah. Of what, and, like, I can't, like, sometimes you just, you can't think about it any other way when, like, realistically, like, there's there's different types of pride and arrogance is, like, just one way that it shows itself. Mm-hmm. But I think because it's so easy to look at someone who's arrogant and say, wow, you're being very prideful. All of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, that's that's a thing, you know. But like the other the other types are less, I guess, noticeable. Like there's the good kind of pride, like we're prideful about whatever the teams that we like in sports. We have pride about our country some people do some people don't (laughs) (laughs) yep that one's hit or miss that one's hit or miss like there is there's good pride that but i think like the the pride that we always get stuck on is like the arrogant pride that oh i'm better than god and i think that there's very few people who will just come out and straight up say i think i'm better than god and Mm. i think it takes an extreme an extreme individual for you to hear that. Whereas pride comes in like that quiet, the quiet stillness of the night. Like it comes in our thinking in which we don't even realize, like we think we're better or we know better than God. And 
Like, even, like, if you look at the way of, like, okay, God's telling me to do something, but no, I'm not going to do that because I think it would be better this way. Like, realistically, in my brain now, that goes back to pride. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm saying I know better than God knows for my life, and I can do it better. So it's one of those sins that, like, because it's not a physical action, do not murder. Okay, that's a sin. Cool. I ain't kill anybody today. But, like, pride is more of a matter of the heart, which is, I think, the ma- like, the sins that are matters of the heart are a lot more to, to identify and distinguish. They most definitely are. That is, that is accurate. Because the heart is messy. You can bury stuff deep down in there and nobody would ever know until you just hit a moment where you just had your breaking point, And then you just spew all this stuff. And then people are just like, oh. Oh wow, that's and then everybody, like, everybody knows. Oh, that's how you feel. Wow, that's not that's not cute. Should go figure that out. Talk to somebody about that one. Or yeah, okay, let's let's not say that or do that or think that or feel that. So it it is very tricky because how do you? You're right. Like how do you see it and acknowledge it? I think one one easy way to acknowledge that somebody is prideful is those people who never make mistakes. Like they never make mistakes. The people who are just like, oh my gosh, I've never messed up. I've never done anything wrong. I've never offended somebody. I've never hurt people's feelings. I've never done this. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow. When someone says that, I immediately laugh because I can't help it. I, I'm like, yeah, okay. So at work, there I sit in on interviews from time to time, and it's always I always get like a little excited when we get to that question on the interview like packet that just says like, well, tell us about a time you've made a mistake at, at work. I, I am so intrigued by the people who sit across from this panel of people that say, like, I don't think I've ever made a mistake at work. Yeah? You've worked. Oh, that's interesting. Because in my I mind, would, I'm thinking, I, I don't want to I would very hire you. quickly tell you a story. I'd be like, there was this one time I forgot to put, like, the page number in the footer of the slide deck. And I thought I was going to get fired for it. Like there, there, there are always... <laughs> okay. yes. It's a simple mistake. So they're not like, wow, you really screwed things up. But then they're like, all right, you like to be... You're a perfectionist. Yes. You know? There, there are so many ways to answer that question. And it just, it baffles me, the people who have no answers. And they're just like, yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. Wow, never. Okay. And in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm thinking you're going to potentially be someone who is incredibly hard to work with because you won't never acknowledge that you made a mistake. You're always going to have a reason as to why you did this or this happened or this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. And also I, I feel the same way too about like people who are, who are, who say like an ending of a relationship was never their fault. Lies. That's lies. There's no way. There's no way there. Everyone is always contributing in some way, shape or form to the fact a relationship. that a That's relationship ending. Now, it might not have, you might not have done something that was the final straw. Like you, you didn't potentially say like, oh, okay, well, I've done X, Y, and Z, or like I'm a habitual liar and I found out the person I'm in a relationship with lies all the time. Okay, that's true. But there are also, why was it that they felt the need to lie all the time? Like, did you have an unrealistic expectation potentially? I mean, they also could have just been a pathological liar, right? Like, that's also just an option. But there's, there is always, there. You know, I was thinking, like, oh my gosh, look at her coming out with the wisdom, the divorced one coming out with wisdom about how it's not one person's fault. It, but you know what? It is even when, even when I sit here and think about 
it's not often that this happens. But there are times where I think to myself, I wonder what life would have been like had I stayed. And then the Holy Spirit very quickly convicts me. And then I'm just like, never mind, I'm good. No, I got it. Okay, great. But I, I, can, I can never sit here and say that I was the perfect spouse when I was married. I, can, I cannot say that. I cannot say that. Mm-hmm. I can clearly look at things and say, there were probably ways that I could have served my ex-husband better. There are probably ways that I could have loved him better. There were probably things that I could have said that would have been more in line with what it is that he needed or wanted or was looking for. But at the end of the day, I don't think that that would have changed that we ended up at the spot that we ended up in. Because I think Mm -hmm. we ended up there because there was a certain level of pride that refused to acknowledge some things, right? Like, I I think that that's just, Mm -hmm. that's the reality of it. But I can look at it and say, this was not all 100% your fault. There were some things that I'm sure that I should have been more intentional about, more aware of, more, more in, I don't even know the word, but just, I could have done more in some cases. However, just because I could have done more doesn't mean that because I didn't, that the result, the end result is what happened. Like that I deserve that or I, I made that situation happen. But when people say like, oh, I've never had anything, like it's never been my fault in a relationship. I'm sure that there was something. Because there's always something. <laughs> there's always something. There's always something. My friend Becky, who I love to death, she, during a time where I was just feeling really, really frustrated, discouraged, down and out about, just had some like post-divorce feelings, which they creep up without people needing to say or do anything. They just show up. Um, I don't like them, but I mean, here it is, right? You just work through them and you process. But she said something to me that was just very impactful. She said, just because you could have done more doesn't mean that you should have done more. And in that moment, like that recognized like and resonated, not recognized, resonated with me really well. So I thought to myself, yes, like there are a million and one things that I could have done to bend over backwards, but it doesn't mean I should have done those things. And so I think for people who are just like, oh yeah, like I've never done anything wrong in a relationship. Mm, Lies. Lies. But also I'm concerned. If you think that. So I feel like, I feel like you had started to say like, how can we overcome pride? What was your, what was your main point for that? I don't know. Cause you kind of went on a tangent. I did. You're like, yeah. So like, you know, you could do. <laughs> I did. I think. So how do we overcome pride? And then you started talking and. I know you, cause you said something and I just, it just made me think something. But anyway, yes. I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that they're, all right, this is going to sound incredibly churchy. Don't say that. You don't know that there's a way to overcome No, 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 I wasn't. I was going to say that. What I was going to say is I don't know that there's a way for me to say this without sounding incredibly churchy, but it's just the reality of where we're at right in this life. I think the only way to combat pride is daily surrender. That's the only way. I think daily surrender is the only way to acknowledge it because by doing that daily and saying, hey, Jesus, I recognize that as much as I would like to say that I know better, that I can do better, that I have this all figured out, and I'm just not sure why you're not getting on board with my plan, I surrender to what it is that you are doing because I can't see it all. I don't know it all. I'm not everywhere. And so I think daily surrender is the only way to be able to combat pride. But I think like the way that that looks is doing the opposite. So like 
if you're always, you know, saying, oh, I'm better than everyone else, then you turn around and you start encouraging other people. Mm -hmm. You start picking them up and like, you know, like that kind of thing. I think there is like the basics that you can did, you can attempt to do outside of God. Like there's always things that you could do outside of Jesus. Always. But it's, it's, it's never going to be good enough. We all know it. My self-control ain't good enough outside of Jesus. Like, <laughs> sorry. I always go back to the self-control. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It catches, I should know at this point in time that it's coming and I'm just I never know. prepared for it. Because it's, it's the best, like, because that's the thing that I struggle with. So I understand it, you know? Like, that's the thing that I understand most is, okay, if this is your weakness and I compare that to my weakness... Then I get it. Right. We good. Like. Which I think. There is is those things that you can do actively that you could even like make a checklist. Did I encourage someone today? Am I comparing myself to other people? Like, you know, it's not that difficult. No. I don't think it is that difficult either. And I also think. The whole like admit your mistakes. Like you said earlier. Admit them. People who can't admit their mistakes. It's all right. Ain't nobody perfect. No, they are. I don't all make. I don't ever want to be perfect. When I think about it, sometimes I'm like, man, these people on social media. You know how boring that. How boring and how hard that is. Like, if you have a perfect day, or like, let's say a perfect week, right? You have a perfect week where you've done everything right, have perfect interactions, conversations, everything. Do you know the level of expectation that people would have for you after that? Oh my gosh. That I know. Especially if you met people for the first time. They're going to think, oh my gosh, I've met the most perfect person. No. I want people to know up front. I make mistakes. (laughs) So don't expect a lot. Whatever your expectations are, let's just lower them several notches because I will disappoint you at times. But I think having, like, the way that we have a friendship where I could come to you and be like, am I being prideful about this? And you'd be like... Yep. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> there would be no hesitation. Oh, gosh. But I think that's why people need to have deep friendships and not just surface level. No, that's true. Because at the end of the day, your friends are here to make you a better person. You know, as iron sharpens iron, oh. so one man sharpens another. Wow. Bible versus man. I know, and I just love the way that you just. I used to. I want candy bars for memorizing that verse when I was a kid. Oh my gosh! My mom used to run children's church as as a child, so I never really got to win the awards because she ran it. But we would have to like memorize Bible (laughs) verses that were like chapters long. I got so much joy out of doing that. Just to be like, oh yeah, I did that. (laughs) I was such a nerd as a child. I still am. I would be like, yo, I got twelve candy bars today because I got. All these verses memorized. I wish. That's so nice, gonna be like, Where you get that Kit Kat? From church. I learned the Holy <laughs> Scripture. That's why. That's why. That's why. <sighs> Me knowing Jesus' word is contributing to diabetes. But here we are. Welcome, everybody. That That's the next That's next podcast. Let's it is. Yes. No, no, no. We don't have to get into that yet. No, we don't have oh, to get into man, that. Oh, man. We're but, about to switch over. <laughs> but I will say this much. I think there is a difference, right, between being able to acknowledge I am 
gifted in an area. I am talented in an area. I can do this well. And that's totally okay to acknowledge your gifts and your talents. There is though a very, very thin line of then being very prideful and boasting about what it is that you're able to do. And so I do think that it is a very tricky balance to making sure that you remain grateful and you continue to have a servant's heart by also acknowledging the things that you do well. And I think sometimes too, like not acknowledging your giftings in certain areas can be a form of pride, although it looks different. Like, yeah, I know that I'm good at this, but I'm never going to acknowledge it. Well, that's a little bit prideful. Why? Why not acknowledge it? Why not share what it is that you know that you are gifted in to be able to share with other people? Because that's why you were given the gift to do those things. But why, like, if you think about pride, like I always, like, if you try to get to the root of it, Mm -hmm. like, why are people prideful? Do you, do you think that there's some, like, how was it called? Like bad self-esteem or like a shame that they're trying to cover up by like being extra and it just comes off as pride i don't think because like if, i think, I think it about it, like in this sense in the sense of like when you think about kids and bullies at school like sometimes it's because their home life is crazy and they feel like crap and so if they make people feel worse than how they feel, then they feel better because they're comparing themselves. Or so, like sometimes I wonder. Or sometimes kids are bullies just because it's their mission to help other kids be stronger. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, that is not me endorsing true, true. bullying because I don't endorse bullying. But I think that there are just some kids who just have stronger <laughs> personalities, and how they come across, it can look like it's bullying, but it's not actually bullying. It's just them helping other people to reach a higher level of self-esteem. But that's just also a different conversation for a different day. I think I'm sure, yes. I'm sure that there can be a certain level of pride that can be tied to someone's lack of self-esteem. I also think that it can also be connected to someone having some shame in their life that they need to process and deal with. But ultimately, I think where it comes from is it's twofold. I think Part of it can come from people knowing that God has called them to do a specific thing and this thought process that I think we very clearly need to get away from in the church, that because God called me, God also can't call other people to do the same thing. And so there's this thought process that God has called me to do this, therefore God has never will never call anybody else to do the same thing, so I'm kind of untouchable because I know that God has ordained this for me, it doesn't matter how I treat people on one side or treat people on the other side. And that's just toxic. God can call 10 people to the same thing and you guys all live in 10 different parts of the country. And that's just the reality. But I wanna, I wanna challenge that though, because yes, God calls us to do those types of things, you know, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, our call is to love God. And so, to love like, people. if if you ain't loving God and you not loving people, but like you're living out, and I put air quotes around that, living out your calling of whatever that ministry is. Oh, he's called me to be 
a worship pastor. He's called me to be on stage in front of thousands of people. Like, he's called me to write bestsellers. Like, whatever that is. At the end of the day, what does... What does that mean if you're not... If God's not your first love? Right. And you're not loving people. I think regardless of whatever... then it's not pride. Then it becomes an idol. Which I think pride kind of bleeds into that to some capacity. I don't think all of the time, but I, I think agree. it's sometimes. There's like some bleed yeah. over and carry over to it. But I think, I think you're right. People need to acknowledge that God may have called you to do this, but you're never doing it by yourself. Like God is calling you to do it. And then he's going to send other people to help aid because everybody has a part to play in whatever it is. And so this idea that God has called me to do this and I need no one else to help me it's like, no, that's not how that works. You need all the people, all of the help. Also, don't you want help? That's a whole thing. Like, like, it just seems very you, exhausting. Do you really want to do that alone? By yourself? That seems exhausting. You have to be tired. Aren't you tired? Nah. Like, you think about that, the uh, parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. And that dude with the one talent, he could have followed someone else and been like, yo, what you, what you doing with yours? Oh, let me do that, too. That man went off on his own, said, I don't know what to do. I'm going to bury it. So, like, just because God called you for that, God's calling you to that in that season. He may not have you there forever. May not be forever. You may come back in a year and be like, yo, this ain't working. There's no fruit. And guess what? There goes that talent. (laughs) Because you just out here hoarding stuff. He's going to call you somewhere else. And, like, at the end of the day, yeah, that kind of sucks. And that's kind of harsh, but, like, it's a reality. I think there is a lot of things that people need to acknowledge and be mindful of. And that there, God can call you to the exact same thing that he calls somebody 10 people down, right? Like, if we're all standing in a line, 20 people standing in a line, person number one gets called the same thing, person number 10 gets called to the same thing. There is enough people to be reached and potentially different people based off of the vastness of the world, that you all don't have to be in competition. Just do it. Do That's okay, great. I don't need to compete with someone. It doesn't need to look the same way. I think that's also too, like pride is just looking at life and saying like, my life should look different or it should look better. And so whenever you think you have something that is a one up on whoever it is you're comparing your life to, you're just like, yes, I've made it. And that's just, it's sad. Because then you look at it and you're just like, yeah, but now you got to continuously keep that up. But I think that's why, like, the opposite of pride in the Bible is humility. And then there's a verse somewhere that says, like, with humility comes wisdom or something like that. Yo, you want to be smarter. That is, like, I always be looking for more wisdom. But, like, you can't get, you can't become more wise without being humble. And you can't be humble if you're prideful. No. It's like one or the other. You going to turn left or you going to turn right. And humility does not mean acknowledge, like not acknowledging the things that you're gifted in, the things that you're talented in. Humility genuinely just means that you know you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, point that glory. Not to you. That is that. That's what I think the other thing is like with pride is people, they want all of the. Yeah. The medals, the honors, all of it. 
yeah, for no. themselves. They want their name on the plaque. They want their name on the building. Whatever. Look, I'm very much that person. I hate when people call me out. I don't need to be acknowledged for nothing. I don't want to be acknowledged. I Do don't. not acknowledge me. I don't. I mean, you do like you could do like once a year if it's like a I'm gonna get like an extra financial bonus. <laughs> you acknowledge me. Go for it. Keep me in mind for that. <laughs> yes. Yes. But like, if it's just a thing of like we go and celebrate at you know how great you are and how much you mean to us, that uh, makes me uncomfortable. Look, I'm not here for me. I'm here for Jesus. So, like, you just give him that piece of cake instead of me. I mean, I'll always eat the cake. If there's a cupcake, sure, it's time to be up for a cupcake. I love a good cupcake. I also love a good slice of cake. But I don't need the acknowledgement outside of a cupcake. You could just drop off a cupcake to me, and I'm like, great, thank you. I'm so, one of my team members, I posted this on Instagram, on my personal Instagram. One of my team members brought me a smoothie bowl and a fresh pressed juice yesterday. Let me tell you, that was all the acknowledgement I ever needed. Because I definitely overslept yesterday. And I was like, I got to go to the office. I need to make my smoothie. And she's like, I have a smoothie for you. Oh, my gosh. That's the nicest thing ever. And she's like, I know you're working hard. Thank you so much. I'm going to go eat this smoothie bowl. And I ate it in a meeting like a child. I don't feel like that last part, like a child needed to be in that store. I just, it's just, it's one of those People things. People eat in meetings all the time. No, like, but it you was. You don't even understand. It was one of the those things that of in my mind I'm in a teams meeting and someone's like chewing and you're like, "Oh, what are you eating?" and they're like, "Yo, I haven't had a break to eat lunch, so I'm just eating on this call." I got and they start talking about them snacks that they're eating. Listen, the only problem, the only reason why I say it was like a child was because I didn't know what was in the smoothie bowl. And so like I'm eating it and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good." And they're just like, "Do you have a question?" No, I'm I'm sorry. This is just really delicious. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm keeping my commentary to myself. And they're just like, oh, okay. And then, like, they would say, all right, anybody have questions? And I'm like, man, has granola always been this crunchy that it's so good? Is that that fr-? And they're like, what? Never mind. Once again, I am so sorry. Next time I will not bring a snack to the meeting because clearly I cannot do both. That's the only reason why I said that. I just, I always have a snack. I love me a snack. But, no, I agree. I just, I, just, I never want to be in a position in life. Sorry, we're going back to pride. <laughs> I never <laughs> I never want to be in a position of life where I become so far removed from the heart of why I wanted to do something to begin with that I can't recognize myself, that I can't recognize my motives, that I can't recognize where me wanting to serve and be present for situations ends and me doing it because I feel good because of the recognition that I get from doing something. Like, I never want to be there. I never want to be there. I always, every day I just want to remember. That's just my, that's, that's just my personal thing. Like, I fight hard to be like, listen, <laughs> nope. Something go wrong at work and a child is, is doing children-like things. Like- People are like, you did a great job with that. I didn't. I didn't. The, the kid did a great job at diffusing themselves. I just guided with words to guide. Like I, like I just, I, cause the moment I start to think it was me that did this, it was me that caused this to happen. Then the moment the heart and the motives behind why I do what I do changes. And then it loses, I, I believe it would lose in a large sense of it, the authenticity and the impact that it could have. It's never me. 
See, and I think that it's okay for them to say that. Because in that moment, the kid would probably say it was you too. While you gonna be like, yeah, I mean, like, it's just Jesus talking through me or whatever. Amen. Or it's the kid themselves. Like, they have the choice to do it, yes, but like you said, you're guiding them. You're leading them. I think it's okay for you to acknowledge (laughs) that you have a way... You have a way with talking to children who may be at the highest divide. <laughs> Y'all, I'm just laughing for multiple reasons, right? I just don't want to clue you guys into why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because, one, the way in which Steph just leaned into her camera on her phone was like, I need you to know that this is what I'm saying. But also I'm laughing because I never take credit for anything. Good, which is funny because you literally just said like 10 15 minutes ago. I know, I'm just like, hang on, I'm doing people like it's okay for you. No, I'm telling you with your own exact words. That's why I was like, wait a second, you just told everyone else it's okay for them to accept that they have a gift and to use that gift. Listen, but then I'm over here like. That's why I'm laughing. That's why I'm laughing because, listen, Jesus is still working on me, okay? (laughs) Let me just share the nuggets of truth that I know that Jesus is still working on me with the peoples. That's all I'm doing. Because clearly he told you that and you're like, oh, that's good. I needed that. Thank you, Jesus. Let me share that. Jesus tells me things. I'm like, yo, I'm going to share that with somebody. That's for real. That's what's up. And he was like, that was for you, fool. Ah, me. Did we have to name call? No, but it was probably appropriate because I just, yeah, nope, that was right. Okay. Some of it just be going right over your head. It does. It does. It does. But we're working on it. We're working on it. Are we? I am intentionally working on it. My therapist and I are currently working on my (laughs) self-esteem. And by that, I mean, she's just sharing things and I'm just sitting there going, that's wonderful. (laughs) I use that in a conversation with somebody that don't apply to me. And she's like, but it does. Does it though? Does it? I don't know. So I'm working on it. I'm working on just comfortably. So, so next time and somebody confidently says, stepping into what I know to be true. Next time somebody says, Brittany, you did great handling that situation. The only response you need to have is thank you. Mm. Ain't Jesus great? <laughs> you can add that if you want. <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> He will. <laughs> he will provide. <laughs> and he did. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, yeah. You know, just a, just a moment of bullying. That's not bullying. That's not bullying. That is not Best bullying. Best friends, don't bully. That is not bullying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all true. Can I just take a, a side note really quick and just pause? And I just, this really is just for, for our faithful listeners. Um. Y'all, do y'all remember when Steph came to visit me for my birthday? We went to this little cute little place in Lancaster called Gallery oh Grow. It was so cute. It was so fun. I'm literally just sitting here in my home office just looking at the plants. And they're just thriving. It makes me happy. I'm also a little terrified because I'm thinking to myself, my air plant is growing. Is it an alien? You know, you don't water it. It doesn't go in the soil. It thrives and gets bigger off of air. But will it kill me at some point? It's my thought. I'm glad that your plants are thriving. That's my thought. 
I'm a little concerned that one might be a little bigger than the container that it's in. Um, but also we'll figure it out. I just like, I just like the, I like the greenery. <laughs> that was it. That was all. That was just my statement. And if they follow us on a Instagram and you've looked at our stories, <laughs> you may have seen that my plans are dead. <laughs> Which is why my face looks the way it does. I mean, they just, they probably As just needed started to talk to be watered a little more. They also probably can be revived. It's fine. Next time I'm going to just get air plants because apparently I have air. So that's fine. Yes. Yes. You do. Have I, air. How do you kill? I would probably kill an air plant. I would give it too much air. You- <laughs> okay. If you give an air plant too much air, then I have questions. Um, it kind of just sits here. Also, watch somebody listen to this and say, oh, no, you are supposed grow. to water it. It's just supposed to look different. But. Yo, if anyone knows if you're supposed to do something with this air plant that you can't see, but I can see. And it definitely has grown. It has. A lot. It has, right? There was only, there was only like three of those little leaf things on it. Right? Like mm-hmm. it was it was, it was was really small. It's gotten hmm. bigger and I just let it sit here. <laughs> All my other plants are alive, though. That's the only one I've killed. Okay. I mean, at some point, something is going to have to die, so it's okay. We all die. We do. That just took a dark turn from talking about pride. It did. Um, so anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is, this is genuinely what happens, though, when we don't have consistent communication for a while. We just, like, start talking about all little rabbit trail things that we haven't had a chance to rabbit trail talk about. Thanks for for joining in on the conversation this week um, and continuing to listen week after week. Next episode Our next is episode. going to be very passionate. From Stephanie, <laughs> which I'm excited about because she, she sent me several text messages very early in the morning one day. Yes, because I had such great conversations recently with some people and we've had all this talk about the church and health and Christians and their health. And it just, it sparked a very long debate and conversation with everyone, but Brittany. So because I was sleeping, (laughs) she was sleeping she was sleeping and she was working. I don't really know. I just sent her a text that was like, I just had this like conversation. I understand it's 6am. Uh, I just had this conversation. We need to talk about this on the podcast. And I said, sure, sounds good. And I sent her, like, maybe a sentence or two, I think, maybe. I don't even remember. But no, we did. So our next episode is talking about Christians and health, the church and health, and how to be um, good stewards of our body and to take care of our bodies well. Yes. Oh, are we going to give them, we're going to give them tips on how to do it? Or are we just going to talk about how wrong the church is? I don't, I don't know. And how bad Christians are at taking care of I think we can just. In a generalized. Maybe in a generalized sense. I don't know specifically that I am the person to give tips on how to take care (laughs) of one's body. Right. I don't know. I don't know that I can do those things because I'm not sure. Um, but maybe, sure. We don't know. That next episode, we're just gonna listen. You you said it. So I know. That's why I, I was like, oh, okay. 
I didn't think that that's how it was going to be interpreted. Brittany, Brittany wants us to always, like, give you guys tips. And then we never actually give you guys tips. So. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we do sometimes. Sometimes. I feel like. But you always be saying, like, okay, let's help these people. Like, how would how would this look? How do we do this? X, Y, and Z. And realistically, I only say that because I know that if I think about something, that it, it'll help me in the process. And I always need of help. Of course. Lord knows I need help. <laughs> We all need help. Lord knows. So, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll let you guys know, obviously, when you listen, whether or not there are tips or not. If there aren't, um, I think the main tip, though, that we can give people now, and just everybody should just be aware. Stay hydrated, people. Stay hydrated. Yes. Water. It's why I always pee all day, every day. Okay. okay. Um, even if you're not drinking water and you're drinking juices, you're still gonna have to to use the bathroom frequently. But but when you but when you make a commitment to drink like a gallon of water a day, that's a lot of water. That is drowning your insides. Okay, so that's all. Sorry. Anything else, folks? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted. I got distracted. I'm so sorry. I'm so oh wait, sorry. no. Before before we close it out. If you listeners have any ideas for podcasts, topics, send it to our Instagram. If you have any responses, I've, a few of my friends keep telling me they feel like they're having a conversation and then they get mad because I keep talking and then they realize it's a podcast <laughs> and I'm not going to stop my train of thought to listen to what they're adding. So if you guys want to add something or you have a different viewpoint on something we say, let us know. We want to hear it. We will continue the conversation with you. Yeah, let's talk about them. Let's keep them going. Keep them talking about it. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Stay hydrated. What are your plants and love your people? Bye. Bye. <laughs> I can't.